What's up, friends? Bet the universe here. Your boy, Dennis Perez. As always, to my side, Roel Cabral. Tuesday afternoon, April 6th. How is everybody doing, my brother, Roel? Yo, you're bringing some great energy, brother. I love it. I'm well, ready. you know, we've looked at the numbers and there was a boost in some downloads. Yeah. And, we, you know, we, the, the audience is growing little by little. So, very excited to just come and bring the content. We're going to talk some NBA, some MLB today. Yes, of sir. course, let me plug the places that you could hear us for all the new listeners that have been tuning in. It's bettheuniverse.podbean.com, the original home. Also on iTunes, also on Spotify. And just to let the audience know, we are looking to make some changes into the format. Looking to go video up on YouTube. Also with audio options on on the podcast side. And we're looking to do more shows a week. So we'll let you know when all that transpires. It's all in the works at the moment over at the Bet the Universe offices, which are on fire right now. As always, you can always engage with us on Instagram, on the IG page, Bet the Universe page. Um, shoot us some DMs, leave comments on the free picks that we put up there. And, you know, as always, we're working hard, man. So, yeah, we, we, we are inspired by the boost in the listeners, and we will respond. So, yeah, let's get to this NBA talk. Yeah, we're going to talk with some East and West talk. As we all know, the playoffs are upon us. There's, you know, handful yeah, of... They're looming. About, about 25 games left, you say? 25 yeah. games for each team. Maybe 20 to 25 games left for each team. Most Before we even get into that, let's con- congratulate Baylor on the on the yeah. uh, upset last night. They beat Gonzaga. Thwarted the, yeah. the bid for the perfect season for the Zags. Mark Few comes up short again. 0-2 in title games now for NCAA. On top of, you know, the some Final Four exits and, and Sweet 16 exits and all the other things. But, you know, so one of these years, to... Gonzaga will get it done. You know, I'm sure they will. But, yeah, seems like UCLA kind of took a lot out of them in the final four game it was an overtime thriller where Suggs yeah. hit that that almost half court shot there off bank and it seems like that just took the juice out and yeah, you know it's so hard dude. Baylor was fresh came in and got that 11-1 lead to what, 23 to 23-5 10 lead like yeah, early yeah. in the game like within 10 minutes it was it was pretty much a done deal so yeah. shout out to all the betters out there that cashed I saw a lot on BR betting a lot of people cashed on that Baylor money line Baylor plus 5 shout out to all those I'm sure it was a lot of money won in the game last night also a lot of money lost because I know there was a a lot of money on Gonzaga. Yeah, I was gonna say, well. D, it's so hard. It's so hard to do those undefeated seasons, man. It's like it's nearly impossible. So much pressure. To reason you know, it hadn't so been hard, done for man. 45 years, right? Indiana was the last one. So um, saw, even in the NFL, we saw it with the Patriots. That last game is, you know, it's so hard to get over that hump, man. That history hump. So yeah, man. Uh Baylor gets it done and, and Zags don't. So yep. shout out to uh to Baylor. All right, man, let's get into this NBA. So what you yeah. want to start out with here, Ro? Let's start with the East. Yeah, let's start with the East, D. And I was looking at, you know, it's a big thing right now to look at who's motivated and who's not. And I was looking at the bottom of the East, D, trying to figure out who's still trying to make the playoffs right now. And I think there's some teams that we could X out right now. As well, far so as last we left off right? talking about the East, we solidified Brooklyn and Philly and Milwaukee as the top three seeds. They'll shuffle around as as the season uh, it comes to an end here. But what we're really getting into is the four, five, six, seven, eight, right? Yep. So... And even, I mean, yo, D, even the 9, 10, 11, 12. Because well, 9 and 10 is see. in play for the tournament, right? So 11 and then 11 and 12. and 12 is also just trying to get Trying that, to get that to 10. Yeah. Trying to get to 10. So uh, Celtics, Heat, and Toronto, we would think they would be the 4, 5, 6. Yeah. But none of those teams have grasped any of those spots and put them on lock yet. So right now Atlanta sits with, uh, what, 26 and 24 record. And yeah. then the 8 seed, New York, is only a half in a game. And then you have... Miami, Charlotte, Boston, all in between. In the ninth and the tenth spots, you have Indiana at twenty-two and twenty-six, Chicago at twenty and twenty-eight. So, yeah. ten is uh, one and a half games of back of eight. 
they're all jumbled up. They're all within striking distance yep. of each other is my point. So plenty of options on all these teams to be betting and playing meaningful games throughout the rest of the season. Bro, how do you think this is going to shake out? D, I want to look at Atlanta first. Just real quick, just to pinpoint, let's start gauge on, you know, just laser pointing in on these teams real quick. And I want to start with Atlanta, D. 12-4 and four straight up their last 16 since Nate McMillan took over. Since March 1st, uh, absolutely. They are 6-0 and against the spread the last six at home. But, D, they're dealing with a lot of injuries right now. A lot of it. The other night, I, I turned on the game, Atlanta against the Pelicans. There was no um, Trey. There was no Gallinari. There was no Hunter, no Reddish, no Collins. Collins out there as well. There was nobody there, D. Is this sustainable, this winning with all those injuries? Well, most of the time, Trey is in there. And, and you know, that's really the, the, the main guy that you need in. But Collins has been outstanding, too, you know? Hunter and Reddish, they're not coming back anytime soon, man. Hunter came back for two games and then he he re-injured. Now he went he underwent another procedure, so he, you don't know his timetable. So they're gonna have to depend on the guys that they have now, man. And I I do think they have enough as long as Trey's on the floor. You well, know, my I mean? thing with Atlanta is that especially with these all these other options being injured and in and out, is that they're gonna lean on Trey more. And Trey's a phenomenal player. I love Trey, but his thing is with me is the inefficiency. He's really inefficient player, and yeah. it's hard to have him taking all your last shots at the end of games when he's just so inefficient. Bogdanovich has been super for them. He's been awesome in the last couple of games. They though. have talent. They have firepower. And looking at the next five games, D, with Atlanta, they, these games definitely look winnable. And if Atlanta wants to keep hold of that 4-5 or five spot, where they are, they're at fourth spot right now, right? Atlanta. How's Lou Will looking over in Atlanta? I don't think he's settled in quite yet. I don't think he's settled in. I think he, he will settle in soon. But Atlanta... For me, with the next five games, like I said, Memphis, Chicago, Charlotte, Toronto, these are all winnable games, D. They, they got to do something here in the next couple of games. I would think they're a decent wager, especially the next three of them are home. So I would li- definitely be looking at Atlanta the next couple of games here, D. They look like a good bet here. What do you think about Atlanta? I mean, with all the injuries that you've mentioned there and yeah. the, the fact that they've been winning at such a great clip now, right now, I would think they regressed even just a little bit, you know, just mm. because, you know, it's hard to sustain that, that kind of winning. True. So um, I'll be, you know, again, with, like with all these teams, we'll look at the injury reports right before games you and you have to you make have sure to. that the key guys are in. Glad you're going to lay the money out. in Atlanta. Um, we can talk about the Celtics. Yeah, let's talk about the Celtics. I mean, they have started putting it together. It's a little deceiving for me just because of the, the teams they've been going up against. Teams like Houston, Charlotte, who's depleted with injuries right now. Haywood out now for Charlotte too now. D. Well, he, yeah, and he has a foot injury, so yeah, it's going to be... A few weeks I read for him and Malik Monk is out. I mean, a, a, month, a, a matter of fact, it's going to be at least a month for... Um, it's going to be hard to be betting on the Hornets going yeah. forward. Because I'm not sorry to get off the Celtics, but yeah. you mentioned the Hayward injury. Yeah, so, right. with, with, you know, with um, the Borg kid out and now mm-hmm. the Hayward injury. Uh, and Monk too. Monk. To be laying some money, but yeah, back to the Celtics, inconsistent. You know, they just lose some of those team, uh, some of those games to the really good teams, and they haven't beaten them on a consistent basis. Just waiting for them to get on that roll, and they just haven't this year. They haven't, man. And I, you know, I'm a big fan of their coach ever since back, you know, back in the in the, in the day when he was coaching college and stuff like that. But I just I don't know, man. And the to Celtics, be honest, it's hard, to, it's hard to bet on them, man. And to be honest, Very I was I was expecting more more punch from what they you know from the move that they made at the trade deadline. Fournier is a good player, but it's like it doesn't move the needle for me. I mean, he did have I don't know if you saw the last game, D against Charlotte, seven for seven in the fourth quarter. He went off five for five for three. 
So the Fournier does look like he might be... Contri- I mean, he might be... You know, he, sometimes guys need a week or two to settle in. He might be catching his form right now as he settles in over there in Boston. So I, it's just hard for me to trust Boston. Well, my, I, you know, and they lost, I think they lost a lot by sending Daniel Thies over to Chicago. Thies was a good player for them. That's another key cog that they're missing. And I mean, they try to add some shooting with, with, with Wagner, who they added. I mean, it just means that Robert... I, I, I mentioned that they need to play Robert Williams more, so I'm happy for him. So he's going to get those minutes now, and we're going to see if he steps up. He's a good player, Robert Williams. The third? I agree. Yeah, I like more of it. And you know, they haven't got anything from Tristan, bro. Like, Tristan Thompson, now he's on the COVID protocol. I mean, he got 36 games played, but and he's averaging 8 points, 8 rebounds. I just haven't seen much action from him. I need to see more from him, I think. I, maybe I'm wrong for expecting too much from Tri- from Tristan, you know what I mean? But, what about the Heat, the very streaky Heat? They had yeah. one six straight, and they just lost a bunch in a row, but now they're yeah. winning some games again. So, I mean, how do you feel about them? <sighs> Again, man, hard to trust, man. They four and six in their last ten, just trying to gauge in the last two games that they that they won four in a row. The New York, Indiana, which is uh, you know, and then they beat Golden State and Cleveland. Not very big wins, you know. So I just if I got if I get them against a, a subpar uh, team, then I'm definitely looking at them. And they they got Memphis and the Lakers coming up. Should be wins for them. But Memphis is fighting right now too in the West. So I don't even want to say that. So. What do you think about Heat? I mean, I just—it's been hard for me to—I haven't seen Oladipo out there. Has he played yet? Oladipo uh, played? Not sure if Oladipo was part of the mix yet. Uh, I actually—I was telling you before the show that there's rumors about the Heat trying to acquire Kawhi Leonard now in the next mm. offseason. So that's the buzz about the Heat right now. Listen, the Heat are streaky, but I can't—I can't forget that they made the finals run last year in the bubble. So when the playoffs come around, as long as these guys are all healthy, and you know how they had COVID issues earlier in the year and all health. that, with me, it's health with Miami because clearly they have the pieces there that could get it done, you know? I love Oladipo, the he's had his ups and downs this season, but, you know, again, it fits right in with the heat season, right? Up and down. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. And they've been, you know, very, very streaky, probably the streakiest team in the East so far. But, you know, we're... It, with Miami, it's kind of a situation with the Clippers where it's wait and see until the playoffs. Yeah, you're right. But with that said, D, if you're talking about how they're streaky, right now they're on one of those good streaks. Good, good streak again. So this might be when you want to jump on Miami but right the, now, guys. Again, coming off of losing six in a row, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Right, right when you thought when they were you know going to turn it around. They got a big road trip coming up, a little four-gamer here where they got Portland, Phoenix, and Denver. So we'll see what Miami's made of during that little road trip. Oladipo is in. He played last game, D, 3 for 13. So he still needs some time over there again to settle in. He hasn't been a great shooter this year. So Also, for the, and on the rest of the year, the, the Heat, they have six back-to-backs remaining. So that's going to be yeah. an issue as well. That's going to test them, and that's going to test their depth, really, because you know how Jimmy... Now, you know, what about the Toronto off, Raptors? So. 19 and 30... The Toronto Raptors. It's one of, I'm now. just mentioning uh, the, uh, Toronto because they, you thought they would be one of those teams that were in play yeah. for one of those middle seeds. So 19, well, 20 and 30 they now, 20, but with yeah. a, pl- a plus point differential, meaning they just can't close games at the end. Yeah. You think Toronto has any glimmer of hope? They do. They right now. A shot? I know we wrote them off yeah. a few shows ago, but do they have some hope? They have some hope, but they also got some injuries. You know, Lowry's still hurt, and they're still dealing with a lot of injuries. McCall, a bunch of guys out. Um, but but Toronto's right there. I mean, the twenty and thirty, but Chicago's twenty and twenty eight. All they really trying to do, Toronto, is get into that ten spot so they could have the game with the nine ten, the nine ten game. So if you they two games back in the loss column right now, Chicago, they still gonna fight. They still have a championship pedigree. And they still have a great coach. You know, they still have some pieces and, and they added some pieces too. I mean, even though Rodney Hood got hurt too, but um, uh, the, Trent I saw had a big game the other night and they're just another team. The 
very hard to 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 handicap. You know, sometimes you bet against them, they'll get a big game. Then you bet with them, and they won't show up. You know, so it's very, what do you think about Toronto? I mean, hard to bet on them right now, right? For me, I'm I'm writing Toronto off. I don't think they have I like the and the thing is is that they're missing a few pieces that they have from the championship, but not many of them. They still have a lot of the guys that were there for that run. So you mm. would think they would be better, but it just hasn't come to fruition for them. I'm ready personally to write them off just like I wrote off Indiana. So not much faith uh, in Toronto for me. Yeah. I think I'm closing the book on them for the season. We can't not go to the other conference without talking about the New York Knicks. We have to talk about the Knicks. They had a good break, a, a great break on Saturday where they caught Milwaukee out there without um, Giannis and they were able to uh, win that game, but then they caught a, a bad break. They lose the game last night when they catch the, the, the Nets out there with Harden going out early in the game. Yeah, and I mean, you they fought Big yesterday. lead, they were, they were up they were most motivated. of the game. They looked like they were, like you said, we talked about Bullock in the, in the Instagram. We talked about Bullock and his comments, and we thought the Nets would be super motivated, and they the Nets were motivated, but losing hard in the, only playing four minutes, you would think the Knicks, you know, would take we, advantage. Listen, we, we thought the Nets were going to smoke these guys. Uh, we had them as one of our free picks on the IG page, um, and yeah, we, it was very disheartening to see uh, Harden go off. He, he, he drove to the basket, he kicked out for a three-point shooter and right away he turned to Nash and said take me out the game it's like the hamstring was acting up again so bad news for the for the, for the Nets at the moment with the injury yeah it is and it's a concerning man because Harden is the kind of guy that he wants to play he really wants to play so if he goes out there and he doesn't come back you know that he's really hurt like something happened but, there yeah back to the Knicks so the comments were that you know the, the Knicks weren't afraid of the Nets big three because they have their own big five and yeah. you know uh, with Mitchell Robinson suffering the fractured right foot, he's kind of out now. Noel, Noel would be part of that big five. Yep. Uh, RJ Barrett, quickly. Derek Rose has been playing great. He had a great first half yesterday. He was thinking some three point shots. Man, has Tough improved schedule, though, as a three point shooter. <clears throat> I was looking at um Tankathon. Yeah, Derek Rose definitely has improved. I and mean, he they could depend on him, but he's another guy that he's in and out. You got to look at the injury report, make sure he's in. Um, but D toughest schedule left. Knicks have the fifth toughest schedule. This is according to Tankathon. The Knicks have the fifth toughest schedule. They will continue. If you look at it, man, they'll continue to have some tough games here. They're going to have to earn their keep. They don't have to really earn this playoff spot. You know what I mean? And right now they're in the eighth spot. So the Knicks right now, they, they've been one of the best spread teams this year against the spread teams this year. And they have been fighting and they even covered yesterday. So I will continue to look at the Knicks, man. They always, they get good lines and they fight. They fight so for their coach. New York currently in the eighth spot at 25 and 26, half a game in back of the seventh spot. Boston, one full game in back of Charlotte in the sixth spot, but only one and a half games ahead of Indiana mm -hmm. in the ninth spot, which they're trying to avoid. Um, yeah, they're all jumbled up. This is going to come down to the last week for sure, and it's going to be great for the NBA and for the fans. Yeah, I like the Knicks still, though. Looking forward and looking ahead, like, as far as gambling-wise, the Knicks are a good bet, man. They, have, they haven't really let me down this year like that, D. I got to yeah, give it man, to the Knicks. Yeah, man, all these teams shuffling for those, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We'll yeah, see how we'll see. it all shakes out. You know, they all have their issues. They've all been inconsistent. Uh, the Heat have been really streaky, but again, they made the final last year, so you give them some... Some uh, some kudos for that, some pedigree there, you know. For sure. But we'll see how it all shakes out, right? And now Brooklyn having uh, issues as well with injuries to Harden. For sure. Yeah. So they, I mean, Philly dealt with it with Embiid, you know. But the good thing is, with, with, well, Philly with has some on depth, and they were pretty good without Embiid. Well, I was gonna say about Brooklyn, if Harden does have to be out for an extended period of time. They are hoping that KD comes back soon. So hopefully KD could take replace Harden 
for the next couple of weeks and then Harden could get his rest. Yeah. You know, and then they could all get together for the playoffs, which is when they really need all these guys to be healthy. I mean, listen, if you want those additions of Blake and, and Aldridge to mean something, it, they ha- it has to be that they're the secondary pieces, the, the additions, not the sure. main pieces, because they're not going to get it done with those guys, the main pieces. No, so no. They need those they top need three, ma- they, they need the, the big three to be healthy. For so, sure. you know, however they shuffle it around, and, and I guess they will have to give Harden his rest now, and maybe KD will be back by the end of the week and, and to shoulder the load with Kyrie. D, as, as we continue to talk about this playoff theme here, I just want to clarify something. As far as the, the, the reason we're talking about as far even down as far as the 11th seed is because earlier I looked it up and everyone, some people might know this, but the 7th is, seed is going to end up playing the 8th seed one game, play-in game. That's what it is. So if that whoever wins that game is going to be the 7th seed. Um, and then you're going to have the in, the 9th seed play the 10th seed. And whoever wins that game is going to play the loser of the 7-8, and that's going to be the 8th seed. So that's why it's important to look at all the way down to 11th in the standings because Toronto's only two uh, game a game back at Chicago. Well, listen, so, honestly, you know as I mean? far as all these teams that are shuffling, you want to be no no lower than the 6, right? Because you yeah. don't want to even be exactly. a participant in that tournament. So you're shooting for 6. Yes. And then after that, you'll deal with what you have to deal with. Yeah, for sure. We'll for sure. slide over to the West Nas, the story on the East at the moment. And I guess when we talk the West, we got to start with the Jazz now, right? Yeah, the Jazz is still the story in the West. I mean, they got that little loss to Dallas last night. But, I mean, they had one eight straight before that. Covering machine. They've, they've made betters plenty of money this year. But in the last eight games, they've sputtered a little bit on the road. They're 2-7 and seven against the spread on the road. You know, they always get the big lines against them. But Utah is still a motivated team. The uh, Donovan Mitchell, when he has bad shooting games like he did yesterday, they yeah, they might lose. But for the most part, this is a great three-point shooting team, a team that plays defense all the time. So I, I, like, I like teams that you could depend on as far as that. And they're a very dependable bet, man. I, Utah make, make a lot of better money this year. Yeah, man. Uh, I, you know, I, I missed it. It was a prime spot to bet on Dallas last night, getting points at home against a team that's dominant at home, but only 16 and 10 on the yeah, road. That a, the so that would have been a good bet out there. We missed that one. Our bad. But yeah, Utah is a great team and, and, and deserving of the number one spot in the West. They've had the three longest winning streaks of the season. Like Ro mentioned, the current one just got snapped by Dallas last night. But it, throughout mm. even this current streak, they were first, ranked first in offense and defense. Right. During that current streak, but um, they can't rest on their laurels just yet because Phoenix is only three games in back of them in the loss column. So, and that's the segue that we make right now to Phoenix, number two right now. Phoenix, impressive, twenty-seven and six over the last two and a half months, and four of the six losses have come by four points or fewer. Wow! So plays every night. You know, you know, I've been on Phoenix all year, and, and 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 I'm just, you know, they continue to impress. I agree. They, they, they've been right there with Utah. And they the reason that Utah has to continue to play and stay motivated is because of Phoenix right now. And they're actually only two games back in the loss column after what happened yesterday because Phoenix snuck a win in and Utah caught, caught the L. So, I mean, Phoenix is right there and they're keeping Utah motivated, which is good for gamblers and betters. So keep that in mind. And Phoenix... I mean, Phoenix, it just, they, like you said, is the model of consistency. They've been playing, they, they cover on the road. They're 10 and 6 against the spread the last 16 on the road. They won 27 of the last 33. 
I mean, Phoenix is is very dependable. We can't talk enough about Phoenix. Well, you and know, we they, always they were kind it. of experimenting there with, with, with throwing Comiskey in the starting lineup for a little bit. I know Crowder was in the doghouse, but since then they reversed and they went back to Crowder now because he's been playing much better, shooting much better. So, you know, listen, little blips in, in their season, but they've kind of been rolling throughout this whole thing. Nine and ten, 20, like I mentioned, 27-6 over the last two and a half months, nine and one over the last ten. So, you know. Phoenix, underrated Phoenix pick. with confidence, even though those lines are sky high right now with Phoenix. And an underrated pickup, uh, I didn't. I just noticed. Uh, I noticed it a few days ago, but I haven't mentioned it. Tory Craig, they picked him up. Milwaukee let him go. He played really well for Denver last year, and he's a great defender. He's been putting up some numbers for Phoenix now too. You know, so that's another contributor that they added. I like that little small move that we're adding Tory Craig to that. You know, to for for depth for that team. So I like that move right there for Phoenix. Um, let's a lot of on. good, a lot of good piece in that team. Like Dario's yeah. Osarich, another good piece. Like you know, D, let's look at the bottom because right now we know about the Clippers. We know how good Denver is, obviously, especially adding Gordon. They they've been outstanding. A great bet, Denver guys. But I want to look the at the bottom. No, I want to look at the bottom. I want to look at the bottom of the of the West real quick. Okay. So that we could see again who's still fighting right now. New Orleans, right there in eleventh. D, but they still fighting. They're only half a game back of Golden State. So New Orleans, even with all their injuries and all their BS, this bullshit this, this, that they had this year, they still have a chance to get into a playing game and make some noise. Uh, Williamson's been hurt. You've had Steven Adams hurt. You had Brandon Ingram's hurt for them. Guys, make sure you check in those injury reports, especially for the Pelicans, man. A lot of injuries. I think Lonzo Ball's finally back for them, and they added Isaiah Thomas Jr., which I don't know how much he's going to help. But right now, the Pelicans are still alive, and they've been doing they've been doing well lately. They've been putting it together. I gotta be honest, Ro. I, I've no? been hugely disappointed, and no, I, I, they they've been good lately. But I've been hugely disappointed in the season just because uh, Stan Van Stan, Gundy's yeah. one of my favorite coaches. I thought he would bring a, a lot to the team, and it just hasn't hasn't worked out for them. What what are they? Like twenty two and twenty five, or yeah, twenty two and twenty seven right now. Twenty two and twenty seven at the moment. But you know what? There's still hope because There's of the playing little tournament right there. And, you know. Six and two against the spread the last eight, D. So, they've been fighting. They've been playing better lately. They had, like, a, a Lonzo was squad. great the other night against Houston. 27 points, eight of 18, eight of 15 from three. Nice. So, yeah. Who do you all, like all to get into that spot? You like Golden State over New Orleans? I mean, San Antonio's been really bad lately. They've been, I mean, I've been shocked at how bad they've been. And I don't know why they haven't been that good. But San Antonio's been an awful bet, guys. Two and eight their last ten. They haven't been covering anything. You know Stay what I you know what Spurs. was weird with San Antonio with me was the fact that they were willing to give up on on Lamar Lamarcus Aldridge and buy him out like that when they were in playoff contention. Yeah, you would think, you'd, you'd think it was you know on a bad season you do something like that, but I guess you know Pop had just pretty much given up on him and was it's, ready to cut. cut it's loose. like kind of like Hawaii, you know. Sometimes those guys have problems over there with management, and once that happens, it just seems like guys got to go. You know what I mean? And if you're not on the board with Pop, you're probably just going to have to go because it's not going to work. So we ready to write all San Antonio? We can't write so. them up just yet, right? Uh, man, I mean, only half a game in back of, of Memphis for that eight spot. They got, I mean, they're right there. They're going to probably, they got a chance at the playing game, obviously, with their record being what it is. They're 24 and 24. So that's Golden their saving State, grace. Uh, three and seven in their last 10. They've had, uh, you know, the, the Steph Curry injury was, was kind of derailed the season there. Draymond, you know, kind of been uh, injured as well. Not, not full strength, but he's still been, you know, playing his, his fair share games, but hurt. Yeah, uh, what do you think about Golden State? I, I I like to have faith in Golden State because they have championship pedigree. Obviously, Clay's not there and he hasn't been there the last two years. But you know, I, I love when Steph is in the lineup. I, yeah. I, I love how they play. 
I do too. I mean, you know, D, I've been a big Golden State guy over the years, and it's it's hard to watch them now, you know, and Steph, like, as much as I love Steph and everything like that, like, his injuries are an issue, you know, he's got an issue with the tailbone now, and you don't know if he's going to be in or out, hopefully he gets over that, but they even lost Pascal now, who I, one of their, you know, guys that come up the bench and contribute, he gets almost 10 points a game, I really like him, though, and he's out now, I just, you know, it's hard for me to look at, at Golden State, man, and they've just been disappointing this year, they've been very disappointing this year, they're good against subpar competition, but if they're playing a good team, they usually get blown out, to be honest with you. Straight up. They get blown out. So it, I, they, they're going to make the, the play-in game. They'll make the play-in game. But nothing past that, I don't think, for real. They, they'll probably lose that play-in game. What do you think? I mean, yeah, as long as they got Curry back. Because, I mean, in the last seven without Curry, they were 1-6. So uh, I yeah. guess the key is Curry's health. And as long as True. he's there, they can be have a shot at winning some of these games. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, as, as far as making a playoff spot, yeah, they could get into the playoff tournament. But I don't think they'll win any series. Their schedule, D, looking forward, looking at them in the next week. And they need to try and hold their position, obviously. They got a game with Milwaukee. Then they got Washington, Houston, and Denver. So, I mean, definitely got to beat those teams like Washington and Houston. And then try and go all out and throw everything you can at a team like Denver. And hopefully you get a win. But, yeah, you're going to have to win those easy games, man. Because, you know, those tough games, they're going to be hard. Especially against those motivated teams, man. Because they don't have enough. It just feels like they don't have enough Golden State. So that's how I view them right now. But considering the bottom of the West, I mean, you got Memphis, San Antonio, Golden State, and New Orleans. Orleans yeah. uh, Out of those four, D, who do you like it to make it in? I will go Golden State and San Antonio mm. to take those last two spots. I hear that. Dallas, you want to talk about Dallas? 7-3 and three in their last 10. They've been playing better as of late. They was having issues with scoring when Luka goes on the bench. But, I, you know, Jalen Brunson's kind of stepped up. He's been playing really well lately. Yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. too, dude. Tim Hardaway Jr. I was looking at his numbers. He's been really good. I mean, Porzingis out for a few games here. So keep that in mind, guys. Also but of note, bother them only uh, 10 of the games that they have left are against teams with winning records. Mm, so call. they are going to have a very 20, easy schedule closing out here. Easiest, I mean, third easiest schedule. Third easiest schedule. So, I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that Dallas is, is snagging the, one, one of these spots being uh, yeah. six, seven, or eight. Even I think they even got a chance to move it to five. You don't think so? With the Lakers injury issues, and yeah. we're not going to talk too much about the Lakers because right now, there's nothing to say until they get AD and LeBron back. You know, even Drummond coming in in his first game, he hurt the big toe, and now he's out. So, even the reinforcements got hurt, just a bunch of... Unlucky, you know, is it injuries is with, it with, with the Lakers. Question for you about the Lakers, D. Is it concerning to you that AD has no timetable to come back? Like, there's not, they, they don't even, there's no yeah, expectation. Ab absolutely concerning, and it's why we pretty much can't go forward. Like, gambling. I mean, the, the Lakers been a great fade as of late, especially against like, especially against good competition. They seem to play when they get a chance at, at you know, at a shitty team. They'll yeah, play whenever well, they're playing the good teams, they're losing. They're not covering, yeah, so they've yeah, been a great fade as of late. You know, easy money out there. The Clippers the other night were favored by the eleven, and they cover that easily as well. Um, listen, there's nothing to say narrative wise about the Lakers until AD, LeBron, or news about their injuries comes out. And you know, Drummond will probably be back sooner than all of them because it's just uh, the nail that got torn off the big toe for him. But yeah. I mean, that sounds. Hurtful as hell. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that can't be pleasant. No, but, um, I can't. He might need some time, but yeah, like he, they're gonna need him though, so they might need to kind of rush him back. I guess to close to close out in the West here, uh, mm. a few things about the Clippers. They're gonna sign Demarcus Cousins to yes. a ten day contract to help with the absence of Serge Ibaka, and also PG's been kind of in and out with his own foot injury. He's been playing 
uh, surprising me more than I thought he would. I thought that he'd be getting his rest, but yeah, some uh, news right there with the Clippers. Also, the Nuggets—they're 4-0 since acquiring Gordon, uh, yeah, Gordon, Aaron Gordon, and he's been—he's been really good get, man. I thought yeah, it was—I I thought it would be a good get because of his size and and his abilities, but yeah, it's I read been a great. quote about um on Gordon. He said he's never had such easy shots in his career. Yeah, well, I so mean, he's gonna playing, be happy playing with Joker and, and playing with Murray is, <laughs> is certainly help. And also, what uh, you know, Michael Porter Jr. is great on offense, but he's really bad on defense. The addition of Gordon has yeah. kind of helped out with, with MPJ on, on the defensive right. on the defensive end. So, all around, just a great addition for the Nuggets, and we'll see how far that takes them. That will wrap it up on the NBA, unless my partner over here sign an ad, bro, before just we go a couple to the of slide trends. over. I just want to throw a couple of trends out there for those guys that do totals and stuff like that. If you do overs and stuff, keep in mind, Lakers, guys, 9-1 and one on the under, so stay away from the Lakers there. And then another note on Houston here, 3-18 and 18 against the spread the last 21 at home. Houston's been awful at home. They got a tons of injuries. Fade Houston. So, And um, another thing, one more thing, Minnesota. They've been battling, fighting here and there. Beasley now, one of their best players. He averages 19.6. He's out for four to six weeks. So Minnesota should be another good fade right there. They're already a good fade, but they, you can look at them even more now. Good stuff right there, my brother. Uh, before we do this transition, betteruniverse.podbean.com. Spotify, iTunes, all the platforms. Roel Cabral, Dennis Perez bringing you the, the info over here. Uh, light mention on hockey because I just know you've been seeing yeah. us post some hockey picks on the IG. We so, pay attention to hockey. You know, we, we've been riding. We, <laughs> we did some things with abs. We did some things with lightning, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, we, 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 we dabble. Edmonton. We dabble. We dabble. We, like it. we know the best two teams are in Florida right now with Tampa Bay and the, and the Panthers. But yeah, so uh, if you see us, don't be surprised when you see those hockey picks go up yeah. on the IG. I we know definitely we don't do talk our homework. about it much here, but we do like a hot goalie and a high scoring hockey team. Uh, <laughs> Who doesn't? Let's go into this MLB. You know what we really like, D? A good bet. That's what we really we just like. like good bet. Yeah, good yeah. value and a good bet. And Absolutely. If, we sometimes we got to go to hockey too. You if know I have I mean? to go to the rink, I will. Damn right. MLB stuff to get into. We yeah. know the season has just started. We're about four days in. Some teams have played three. Some teams have played four, four games. Teams like the Nationals will play their first game tonight because yeah. of COVID. Uh, but yeah, we we don't have much, there's not much to go on as far as trends and all that other stuff. But we do have a little tidbits here from both me and Rose. So let's oh, just get sure. into it and shoot off the cuff, right? Like, yeah. what do we have here? We First off, uh, the All Star game is being moved from uh, Atlanta to Colorado because of some you know uh, laws that have been passing. That seems like there's been uh, you know a, a, a movement over there as far as suppressing the ability to to, to vote, especially for minorities. So. Good on baseball. Before players started boycotting on their own, they went ahead and moved the game, which is not an easy thing to do because it takes a couple of years to plan these All-Star games. But they have moved the game from Atlanta to Colorado, which should be fun for the home run derby because we're going to see these guys hit under True. Colorado conditions. But yeah, uh, not to get too political and all that, that's happening. And, and the, the game has, has been moved to Colorado. All right. uh, Tatis with the injured, the injured yeah, shoulder last night, news. swinging. That's huge news. That's the, the no probably the, the biggest yet. injury news of the season so far would be uh, sure. Tatis with, with uh, striking out, hurt his shoulder, striking out last I night. I mean, I don't know if that means that you're not gonna take the Padres as much, but you're mm -hmm. definitely a factor, D. I mean, you losing a big star player like that, your lineup is that much more weaker, especially you know 
he was the guy that top that hits in the top of the lineup and stuff like that. But I mean, I, I don't know if I would like I said totally just stay away from the Padres because they have such a good rotation and such a good bullpen. Padres but, three and two at the moment with a plus seven run differential. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they had they had a pretty good weekend, but that the news was devastating as far as Tatis and they just signed him to that big contract. So I mean, it couldn't have come at a worse time. But you know, well, hopefully, good news with the MRA and all that, and he won't need surgery, and it'll just be Sean Michelle for you know a month. Six weeks. That would be talk good about news. some good surprises, D. What do you think? What's what's some good stuff that you've seen this first week of the season or so that kind of impressed you, kind of raised your eyebrow a little bit? Somebody we might have to look at, maybe a sleeper team that's, that you think might be creeping out. Well, uh, Astros were a four and one to start. Uh, the over in their in their five games of is five and zero, oh, so five oh, overs wow. in all Astros games scored yeah, forty runs in those first five games. So that's the impressive. Astros are a little surprised there, with you know being that they lost a little offense with Springer yeah. uh, off the lineup. Uh, Otani, Otani has been yeah. impressive. He's my mo- most impressive thing. He uh, in the same inning had pitched uh, a one hundred miles per hour pitch. Also had a home run in the bottom of the inning where the exit velo was 115 miles per hour. You should have heard the the thunderous sound off the bat. It was quite impressive. And I'm just going to go ahead and say that I'm going to take Otani at plus 1,200 for the AL just MVP. Just jump right in there, right? I'm just going to throw that out there. It was plus 2,000 before the season started. I wasn't quite sold. I mean... Call me a bandwagon jumper, or after one game of watching, I'm I'm all sold on the Otani AL MVP bandwagon party. So I will okay. throw some money on the plus twelve hundred, thinking if he throws 150 innings, that's a, that are good, and and then you hear the ice cream truck in the back. There's New York City, all type of Damn sounds, right. and, you know. We it's it's day to day life over here, just nature. That's what we call nature in New York City. Yeah, the ice cream man. truck passing by. But yeah, Otani at plus twelve hundred. If he throws one hundred and fifty innings, quality innings, and he hits about 25, 30 home runs, I think he'll be in play for the for the the award. And with Madden hitting him on days where he pitches, I mean, the opportunities are going to be there. Yeah, man. As long as he stays healthy, I think that's the only question, right? Like I mean, he stays healthy, he's going to be throwing that heat. He's going to probably you know build up his stamina a little bit more. And he's going to, you know, like you said, the biggest issue with him is probably his control. We were talking about his, it's probably going to be his control. I think control. he had five walks in the opening start. They didn't give up too many runs. Um, but the stuff is there. So as long as he can stay in the strike zone and, and make hitter swing and miss with his electric stuff, I think he'll be in play pretty much all season long. With like health, that. you know, the, the health thing and is the, with any MVP candidate has and to. And for him to be a candidate, what do you need? You need wins. You know, you always need wins. And the Angels won four of the last five games. Listen, very impressive. early, but the Angels were yeah. impressive. They They've were scored impressive. 30, 31 runs in five games, which is good. And then also last night on the night after where he pitched, he gets inserted into the game late as a pinch runner. He gets hit nice. by a pitch, ends up on third base, and ends up coming home to score the go-ahead run. So, yeah, he's going to be in play, man. Like, he's going to be at the center of what the Angels are doing this year. Orioles, another ex- surprise. They got off to a hot start last year because they played the, the bum Red Sox, <laughs> and they also the same thing this same year, 3-1. Right? and one. And they 18, racked up three wins against the bum Red yeah, Sox. Yeah, 18-5, they outscored them. The bummy Red Sox. But then they the ran season. into the Yankees last night, and yeah. Stan hits a 471-foot grand slam. This is looking a lot like last year, this first week of the season. I got to be honest with you. It D. sure is. Looking at, there's been a couple of differences, and I wanted to look the, at a few sleepers, man, that I, I just want to get ahead of the game right now. Yeah, for sure. Let them KC, know. D, I'm not going to lie to you. I was looking over their lineup. Not bad, not bad. They added Carlos Santana. They remember they traded for Benatendi, mm-hmm. so they added him. Michael Taylor's on that team now, who's who came over from Washington. They also um signed Hanser Alberto. I don't know if you know Hanser Alberto. D. He used to play for the Orioles. He hit three hundred five one year, and then the next year he hit two eighty five. This you know they added some pieces, and so far they're three and one. 
I like what they and I like their rotation. It's not bad. I was looking over KC and KC looks like right now. I don't want to say to win the division, but as going ahead on a day to day basis, they get the plus money. They're not respected. I would look at KC as an early sleeper. I like their bullpen. They got a bunch of arms. Han, who only gave up a run last year, uh, Stout Mount, who throws over a hundred. You know, they. they I, I like what I see here from from them so far. Their the rotation. Bradley Singer, who's a, a, a up and coming pitcher. You know what I mean? They still got Mike Miner and Brad Keller. I like Brad Keller. He has one of the best spin rates in the league. You know, Danny Duffy and then added with Jonas, with, with Jacob Jonas. So, I mean, also added Carlos Hernandez. I, I see a few things here with the with the Royals. I'm trying to get ahead of the game here, D. I know there's not they, they don't have the respect quite yet. I like the Royals so far and what I've seen from Staying them. Staying in the AL Central, the Twins are 3-1 and one with 23 runs scored in their last two games. So it looks like the Twins' offense is still going to be a factor as yeah. far as their season goes. The Blue Jays had a good weekend against the Yankees opening up. They're 3-1 to start with all four of their games going under the total. Yeah. Which is a bit surprising, right? With, with Blue Jays pitching and their lineup, the ability their bullpen looks good. Their bullpen looks good, but Springer's been out, which, which, but you know, part maybe continuing part of the with the, the early scored. season surprises here. Uh, the Reds are three and one. They've scored thirty two runs on their season so far. Phillies are four and zero. Oh. Under is three and one in their let's, games. Let's stop on the Phillies real quick. Yeah, another sleeper, I think. Another sleeper, and this is the reason why they were had an atrocious bullpen last year, and they added three key pieces to their bullpen. They added Alvarado from Tampa, who throws over a hundred left-hander. They added Archie Bradley, who had a really good good couple of seasons, the last couple of seasons in Arizona, and they added Brandon Brandon Kinsler. Mm. So I like what the Phillies did there in their pen, and they did they nice win yesterday over the Mets coming back right. Philly's got a good team, D. I, Always I like been him. a fan of Bradley. I think he's a good piece coming out yeah. of the pen. Of course, when the teams win in the same division, teams have to lose. So the Braves 0-3 start. They've only scored three runs so far. Yeah, the Braves have been bad. And they might have some trouble scoring tonight against Max Scherzer. Some value there with the Nets. Same old, same old Mets, right? DeGrom with a great start. He's consistently throwing 100 miles power all games long. And then the bullpen comes and blows another game. Would you believe that the Mets bullpen has blown 31 potential wins in DeGrom's career? Wow. I could believe that. Because the Mets... The, and, and you know what's funny, D, about yesterday? It wasn't even the guys that you expected to blow the game. It wasn't the Batances of the world. It wasn't the Edwin Divas or even the Familias of the world. It was the guy that you thought you could depend on, the Trevor May and the Aaron Loops. So, I mean, you you damned if you do, you damned if you don't if you're the Mets here. Now, this, the, 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 uh, the, what I have to bring up here is that the Grom on most days where he pitches probably better want to be uh, probably one of the bigger favorites on the board. But with that Mets bullpen, you have to approach betting the Mets with on the Grom days with trepidation because they on blow all these starts on any day. Which you, on any day you got to be careful, and that's why D. That's a perfect segue. If you're gonna bet Mets, I go first five on the Mets. So Ro recommends a first five bet, especially yes. on days where the ground pitches. Also, the the offense just has trouble scoring on days where the ground pitches. That's been yeah. a consistent theme over the last three four seasons. It's now. added pressure now on them. It's, it's a mental thing now with the underground days. So I definitely would consider that. Or the I under. believe in one of his Cy Young seasons where he finished nine and nine, he would have been thirty and zero had the the, the team uh, averaged four runs in his starts. Which wow. if he would have played for the Yankees that year, he would have been 30 you know but um what else we have to get it i think one last that note was a good is, one uh, well it does the, the under has see, it, on, on that same note yeah. just just because that the mets thing just opened up something for me right now and i think we got to let all our gambling friends know 
if this if you're looking at a team and they got a shitty bullpen or you see that they're having problems in their pen, guys, you got to go first five. I would suggest first five on those kind of teams because these bullpens, especially how early, especially in the National League when the, when the pitchers are getting replaced for pinch hitters and, and things of that, of that nature are happening, the, these teams are going to their bullpen early. And if you got a bad bullpen, you, you're going to lose the game, D. You're going to lose the game. These these lineups are too, are too good right now. And if, if your bullpen's not up to par, you're going to lose those games where your, your starter has a good start. For that reason, take the first five. Also, you know, you know, these last few seasons and, you know, over the last decade, the trend has been to be using starting pitching less and less. Like, these guys don't pitch seven, yep. eight, nine innings anymore. It's, that's a rarity. I looked over the weekend as, you know, as many box scores as I could, and most of these guys were, like, almost nobody was going past the six inning. They were all four, five, six inning pitches. So, you know, you just got to be mindful. It's a good uh, recommendation by Roll to look at the first five for some of these games, especially with dominant starters, because you know you're going to get a strong five out of them, and hopefully they get some run support, and it'll be a win for you. So, yeah, uh, I, I also back what, what Rose thinking there. I love the strategy, something to look at and something to think about. One last thing about MLB before we get out of here, Nick Castellanos with a two-game suspension for his antics against the Cardinals. Uh, he got a little bit into it with, with the pitcher over there. I thought it was, a you know, a bit heavy-handed with the two games, but whatever, you know, uh, it's only two yeah, games of a long that season. It's just some small news right there. So, yeah, uh, Ro, anything to add before yeah, we get out wanna, of here? I just wanted to end it on, on this note. On the same, on, we were talking about the bullpens and all that. When you see teams are overvalued, like the Yankees are sometimes, guys, obviously you got an option of going run line. But you can also try and hold off and see if you could get an in-game live bet you know, and try to jump on a team like the Yankees or jump on a team that gets a big line or that has a good bullpen and a strong offense so that you can get something, you know, you could you can easily win that kind of wager. So that's just another way to look at it. You can hold off and wait. Hold off on live. a high line. Maybe the team goes down a run or two early and you yeah. get a, a better line for yourself and you take it on the live. Exactly. Knowing that the team, you know, that score runs is probably going to score runs and come back. Yep. So good, another good uh, strategy there by Roll and yeah, another recommendation. Roll on fire today with the strategies, trying to give trying. you guys different ways to win. Also, uh, another option with the high price is to put it with something else that's high price and yes. try and bring it down. That is it's a really good hard to lay, you know, my, uh, 180 for a dollar, you know, a dollar 80 for the dollar. To, it's just out, outrageous, you know, and it's a quick way to lose and deplete your bankroll, which is what we're not about here. So really try and avoid those high lines, you know, they're, they're really traps. You know, teams lose all the time. It happens. There's it's no baseball. such thing as a lock, right? It's so, baseball. It's, it's tough. So search for value. Search for value. Search for a good spot yeah, for those some, pitchers. Listen, sometimes you're going to have to eat it and take the run line just to, to protect yourself a bit. Yeah. And sometimes you're going to have to put some of these high price favorites with another high price favorite. Great advice, Dean. Two aces together maybe and, and, and try and work it out that way. But, you know, many ways to, 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 to play at this game and we're, we're just See, laying out some a, options. Let's have a little fun before we get off. Let's yeah. give these guys a little sun sun. Look at tonight's card right now. Uh, I'm looking at baseball since that's what we're talking about. And I'm searching through value. And I'll be honest. I mean, the Nats, they've yet to play a game yet. And I I don't think they're missing any other big stars. I'm looking at their lineup right now. Their lineup looks just fine to me. Um, I'm considering the Nats here at minus 120 with Max Scherzer up against Drew Smiley. Drew Smiley is very hittable. Um, Nats smashed the left-handers last year. Remember that stat? So keep that in mind, guys. Minus 120, their game is about to start, so I don't know if, if you'll be able to get to that. But I'm looking at that. How about tonight's game, D? Anything you, that you see that jumps out at you? Baseball-wise? No, nothing yet. Haven't really looked. But you know what? Let's save that free pick for the, right. for the IG page. You're right. Follow us, and you'll be able to catch that pick later on. Roski does like the Nationals. Let, let, let's, you know, 
Let's hold him accountable. Let's see what happens at 4 o'clock. Rob did like the Nationals there. He likes Scherzer. So we'll check in on that for next show and let you know how that went. Good value. But yeah, listen, keep keep uh, keep engaged with the IG page because when you can't listen to us here or when, you know, we, we, we're giving out content, we're giving out free picks just to stay engaged with you guys and, and hopefully get you guys some free winners. So yeah, leave us some feedback. DM us right in the comments, man. Good or bad. We, we appreciate all that stuff. As always, Dennis Perez, Roel Cabral, Coming uh, to you from New York City on a lovely Tuesday afternoon. And you will hear from us later this week, bro. Another yeah, for one? sure. Saturday. So probably over the uh, Saturday, little Sunday. show over the weekend. And, and like I said, at the beginning, at the top, we will sure. keep you informed as of all the changes that will be coming in a few weeks. So, or, you know, whenever it happens. Later, guys. Let the universe.